You're tuned in to the thinking out loud radio show. Giving voice to issues that matter to you. Featuring author, speaker, and minister. Michael Nimmons. Want to welcome you to another brand new edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Uh, again, guys, I'm so, so very excited to be sharing this brand new episode with you. And it's been a while. We've been off for a few weeks and I've missed you guys. I hope you have missed us as well. Uh, but we are back and uh, very. Uh, we are the special guests for this week. Uh, we have a few things we want to talk about. Uh, in addition to sharing with you about an event that's coming up on Monday, August the 30th uh, from 7 to 9 p.m. We're calling the Back to School Community Forum. the power to determine the outcome of your adversity by choosing how you respond to it don't let it overtake you don't let it overwhelm you don't let it outlast you don't let it cause you to quit don't allow it to make you want to give up instead let it lift you let it shift you let it inspire you let it move you let it shape you let it make you let it motivate you let it encourage you let it empower you let it strengthen you let it build you let it remind you that you have purpose you have destiny you have life that is not accidental or consequential you're not a blip on somebody's radar you're not an accident waiting to happen but you are the apple of god's eye you are god's masterpiece you are as king david once put it fearfully and wonderfully made a rose in the concrete that god has on display for the world to see and for him to get the glory because this is indeed what God sees when he looks at you and when he looks at me. Welcome to another edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And I'm your host, author, motivational speaker and minister, Michael Nemitz. And you're tuned in to the show that's giving voice to issues that matter 
to you. Want to welcome you to another brand new edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Uh, again, guys, I'm so, so very excited to be sharing this brand new episode with you. And it's been a while. We've been off for a few weeks and I've missed you guys. I hope you have missed us as well. Uh, but we are back and uh, very excited about getting back into the swing of things with our podcast. Just know that when we don't do a brand new episode, you're always welcome to go back and listen to our over 200 episodes of um, that, that are available everywhere you listen to your podcast, including our own personal ministry website, michaelnemons.com. michaelnemons.com. That is our website there. You can um, access that by simply going to uh, michaelnemons.com, and there you'll be able to listen to our, our episodes from the Thinking Out Loud radio show. You'll be able to purchase our book. Uh, who told you that you were naked and vision uh, you'll even be able to purchase uh, our swag we have available on our website uh, watch videos from thinking out loud TV uh, just a number of things that you are that are available uh, read our blog there thinking out loud there as well uh, just a lot of great things that are available right from our personal ministry website michaelnemons.com so always remember that and keep that in mind but guys we are back and very excited about this edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Uh, we are the special guests for this week. Uh, we have a few things we want to talk about uh, in addition to sharing with you about an event that's coming up on Monday, August the 30th uh, from 7 to 9 p.m. We're calling the Back to School Community Forum. Back to School Community Forum. Very excited about this worthwhile event that's going to be virtual. You'll be able to watch it live on Facebook from our own Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan page. That's right, guys. We've got some educators, administrators, and professionals lined up to be a part of this panel. We'll be talking about uh, returning to in-person learning, some of the challenges that uh, our young people are going to be faced with, and the preparations that have been made by uh, the school districts here in Michigan to make sure that our young people are safe when they return to school. So, guys, um, you'll be able to get your questions answered. They'll be answering questions from us, hosted by us, and the Thinking Out Loud radio show. So, guys, we are very, very excited about this. Be sure to like our Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan page because this is where this event is going to be live streamed from. So this coming Monday, August the 30th from 7 to 9 p.m., we want you to be tuned in. If you have children that will be returning to school in person, particularly here in the state of Michigan and in the city of Detroit, the metropolitan Detroit area, you want to be tuned in to this worthwhile community forum. We have educators, administrators, and other professionals uh, that will be joining us to be a part of this worthwhile forum, sharing information about the preparations that have been made for your students to turn, return to school to in-person learning. And, uh, you know, we want to make sure uh, that you are well informed, yet you have your questions answered, and uh, we'll be addressing uh, the COVID-19 um, 
challenges that uh, our state is currently faced with. Will be will we be uh, facing another shutdown because of this variant, the um, Delta variant that seems to be on the rise right here in the state of Michigan and in the metropolitan Detroit area. And so you don't want to miss this upcoming Back to School Community Forum, where we will be addressing educating today's youth in the midst of a pandemic. Educating today's youth in the midst of a pandemic. We've got some great guests lined up for you on next Monday, August the 30th from 7 to 9 p.m. We have information that's available right from our Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan page. Just go there and you'll be able to uh, click the link to uh, make sure that you can be a part of this worthwhile event. I hope to see you there. In this week's edition, we'll be asking the question, are you going to get vaccinated? That's right, guys. The FDA has officially approved the first of the three uh, vaccines, the Pfizer uh, vaccine has now been approved by the FDA. And I'm wondering, uh, that being said, are is that enough to motivate you to get vaccinated? I said in a couple, uh, I said a few shows ago, in fact, uh, back in June of this year, I went ahead and got vaccinated and I shared with you why. And we're going to get more into that in the first segment of this week's show. But are you going to get vaccinated. Uh, I want to know from you. We're going to talk more about that in the first segment of this week's show. We're also going to be talking about what's happening in the state of Florida. Uh, students are returning to in-person learning and school districts are requiring and mandating masks to the chagrin of Governor Ron DeSantis who has issued an executive order saying that Floridians don't have to wear masks. That's right, guys, and that schools and entities uh, like uh, 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 entities uh, in the state of Florida uh, are in violation of the law and the executive order by mandating masks. And so we're going to be talking about that and uh, this debacle that the state of Florida seems to be in the midst of. And the government, the, 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 the Florida government is behind it. They are the biggest culprit in what appears to be um, a, a, a chaotic situation, uh, to say the least. So I can't wait to talk about this. Of course, uh, the backdrop of our back uh, to school uh, community virtual forum that we plan to have on August the 30th from 7 to 9 p.m. Uh, we want to talk about this and many other things as well. So we'll be talking more about that in the segment, second segment of this week's show. And rounding out the three topics for this week's show, we're going to be talking about sportsmanship and competition, uh, particularly with uh, a couple of female ap- athletes, Simone Biles, gymnast for uh, the U.S. Olympic team, and uh, Shakara Richardson, who was a women's sprinter uh, who tested positive for marijuana use and recently lost uh, in her return uh, from her ban uh, to 
uh, the uh, Olympic uh, winner, uh, Elaine Thompson Hurrah. We're going to be talking about that and a lot of other different things related to uh, sportsmanship and competition, uh, rounding out the three topics for this week's edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. In addition to our three topics for this week's show, we've got another great thought of the week for you entitled God's Masterpiece. God's Masterpiece. And I believe we all are God's Masterpieces. And this is a word, a message, I believe, that is truly going to bless you uh, during this time. I'm sure many of you uh, are in need of encouragement and motivation. And this is a word for you. You are one of God's masterpieces. I can't wait to share this message with you at the end of this week's show. Well, guys, needless to say, we've got a great show in store for you. I'm glad to be back, and I hope you're happy that we're back. And I can't wait to get into these topics when we come back from our first break. You're tuned in to one of the hottest Radio shows online. It's a Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. Hello, my name is Maya Nimmons, and I want you to listen to my dad, Michael Nimmons, on the Thinking Out Loud radio show every Tuesday at 8 p.m., available everywhere you listen to your podcast, and now available on the Detroit Praise Network website. You better listen to that little girl, the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Giving voice to issues that matter to you. Stephanie D. Sanders, award-winning singer, songwriter, author, voiceover artist, and more. Heard on shows like the Tom Joyner Morning Show and the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Book Stephanie D. Sanders, the voice over your podcast or radio intros or commercials. Do yourself a favor and visit stephaniedsanders.com and upgrade your podcast or radio show by booking Stephanie D. Sanders. You'll definitely be glad that you did. Refined, rebranded, reinvented, reinvigorated, revived. The new michaelnimmons.com website is finally here. And believe me, it's worth the wait. A state-of-the-art website where you can listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show podcast, watch Thinking Out Loud TV, read the Thinking Out Loud blog, purchase books and swag, and so much more. Subscribe today and get a free gift on us. Stop by the new michaelnimmons.com. It is sure to be a thought for working experience. Who told you that you were naked? Who told you that you were insufficient? Who told you that you were a loser? Who told you that you were a failure? Who told you that you were deficient? Who told you that you were nothing? Who told you that you were worthless? Who told you that you had no value? Who told you that you were you to believe? Who told you that you were naked? It's a dynamic, empowering, and inspiring book about identity that is a definite must-have. 
Pastor Nimmons talks about an identity crisis that dates as far back as the Garden of Eden. You don't want to miss these powerful insights into not just the problem of this identity crisis, but the discovery of the spiritual solution. Get your copy now, available on Amazon for just $14.95 or by visiting michaelnemons.com. Like a victim when you are already victorious. Emmy Award-winning journalist, Jimmy O'Hill. I have to ask ourselves, how is it that we're trying to allegedly reach racial harmony, but we want to have celebrations of racist things all the time? Again, we can't have unity unless we agree that something's bad. And we sound even more foolish by saying, oh no, but we changed the meaning. Okay, they can say the same thing in Germany about a lot of things, but you don't see it because they knew in order for real healing to take place, they had to disavow all that stuff, which is why they paid reparations to the descendants of the Jews that were killed and harmed. That's why they did it. Apologies don't work unless you put some level of action behind it. It's my really long-winded way of saying that when I think about the national anthem, it doesn't represent everybody. Mark Cuban knew it, he talked about it. That's why they stopped doing it. And you know what? They didn't do it for 13 games and no one noticed. We bring you the best minds who deliver their best thoughts only on the thinking out loud radio show. In need of a logo design for your business, then check out DM Designs. Need flyers, t-shirts, business cards, or a website for your business, then check out DM Designs. The people at DM Designs will get you right for your next business venture. They're professional and courteous, and they get the job done right every time. Check out the team at DM Designs. Give them a call today at 734-219-5266. DM Designs, bringing your imagination to life. And let's turn back now to the breaking news in the coronavirus pandemic. The FDA has given Pfizer full approval for its COVID vaccine, making it now the first vaccine to clear this last regulatory hurdle. Let's go ahead and bring in Dr. Peter Hotez, Dean of the National School of Tropical Medicine at Baylor University. Dr. Hotez, first off, how does full approval affect vaccine distribution and perhaps even those vaccine mandates? Well, I think that's I think you hit on it. I think it's the last uh, point that's going to be the most impactful. Um, This will kind of give the green light to employers. I've been speaking to a lot of employers of businesses who've said they don't want to move forward on mandating it for their for their workforce uh, until it's approved. So I think we're going to see a lot of uh, uh, business mandates pop up now. We're already hearing about that happening for the federal government, for the U.S. military. I think that's already igniting now. Now a, um, a mandate for the U.S. military. I think the one piece that I was a little disappointed about, I was 
secretly hoping that it would be approved for not only 16 and up, but the 12 to 15 year olds. It's already released for emergency use. And the reason that would have been great was our vaccination rates among adolescents are terribly low here in the South, 25, 30%. And this could have also opened the door for um, uh, mandates in the middle schools uh, as well. And now that doesn't look like it's going to happen. So that's, that's a bit of a disappointment. But overall, I think it's an important step and a validation that the FDA uh, did it right. You know, they, there was a lot of pressure on them to make certain they did the emergency use process without sacrificing quality, uh, both in terms of vaccine efficacy and safety. And this is a validation that the FDA knew what it was doing. And, that, and that's very important. I love to hear you talk about that point of validation, um, because frankly, even in my own personal circles, and of course, people I speak to professionally, there's still a lot of people who are very hesitant about getting the vaccine. So you're talking about how this can affect businesses and even members of the military. But what about individuals? What does this mean? And how does this sort of convince people that this may be even safer after receiving this final FDA approval? What do you think the effect is on private citizens? I think it will be a tipping point for some. On the, on the other hand, you know, if you actually listen to vaccine hesitant individuals, those who say they won't get vaccinated, they list the emergency use reason as one of the dozen or so talking points. And this does take it off the table. How important that will be on an individual basis of convincing them to now get vaccinated, it's hard to see. I think we will see uh, an uptick in this, uh, but I, I don't think it'll be as significant uh, as, as the mandates in terms of closing that gap. We're talking 85 million vaccine eligible Americans who've still not gotten vaccinated. I think it's more going to be the mandates that close it maybe by half, uh, but um, maybe some impact. But I think it's the mandates that are going to be uh, more more substantive. Mm, the mandates do seem to be fairly effective in cities and, and even local principalities where we've seen that, municipalities where we've seen that happen. But I also appreciate your point about the 12 to 15-year-olds that we're still waiting for. Dr. Peter Hotez, thank you so much for being with us. Well, guys, we are back. And as I said before the break, we're kicking off this week's edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show talking about or asking the question, are you going to get vaccinated? As you heard in this segment's intro, the FDA has approved the Pfizer vaccine. So now the federal government is now backing officially uh, the Pfizer vaccine. And uh, wondering, is that enough for many of you who have not been vaccinated to do so? Uh, we are, we're hearing, of course, a lot of, uh, you know, we're getting a lot of individuals, mixed reviews, I should say, uh, on, um, you know, who's been vaccinated and, and why and, and why others have not been vaccinated. Uh, we're hearing um, a lot of different reasons why people uh, have chosen to get vaccinated. I said uh, back in June when I did get vaccinated that I decided to do so because, um, uh, you know, that when the CDC came out and said that, you know, those that have been vaccinated and can now uh, go without wearing the mask in, uh, in indoors and outdoors, uh, and and there's a bit more freedom that comes along with being vaccinated. That's when I decided to do so. Uh, of course, now because of the rise in this Delta variant, uh, they're kind of um, uh, you know going back on some of those uh, restrictions. Uh, with wearing masks now indoors because of this rise in the Delta variant. 
But I still am happy that I did get vaccinated because I have uh, protection now against this deadly virus of COVID-19. And raising my hand, I was one of the ones that when when, you know, all of these things came out initially, I said I was against the vaccination. I wasn't going to get it. Um, I was also against, you know, wearing the mask because I felt it was too restrictive. Uh, but I'm now doing both. I'm now doing both because uh, I'm I'm I must admit that I have been an observer of what's going on around me. People have been getting sick. People have died because of this COVID-19 virus. And so for the, for many who are saying that this virus is a hoax, it's not real. Uh, they are living on another planet because, uh, you know, there are mil- there are thousands of people rather that have died uh, of this, uh, this deadly virus and millions that have been impacted by it, not just in this country, but around the world. Uh, and uh, this Delta variant is, I believe, even worse than the original virus from what I'm hearing. Uh, and, and, and so, you know, it begs the question, are you going to get vaccinated? Uh, you heard in the opening uh, the doctor uh, that was talking about the FDA approval and what are the implications behind it? Their employers that are, um, you know, were waiting for this approval in order to, you know, make it mandatory for their employees uh, to get vaccinated. They were waiting on the federal government to back a particular vaccine and that would give them some credence and credibility with their employees and now uh, enforcing uh, vaccinations with them. Now, I'm not necessarily behind the enforcement of it because I do believe in everyone's ability to choose whether they want to have the vaccine or not. I still believe in civil liberties. I believe that everyone has a right to choose and not to be forced to do so. However, when it comes to uh, the, the, the safety, the health and well-being of our fellow Americans, um, and that should be at the, 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 the premium, uh, especially when so many have died and have been infected by this deadly virus, that uh, it should be a, a, a natural propensity for everyone to want to get vaccinated for everyone to want to adhere to the safety guidelines that have been offered by the CDC uh, to make sure that they are uh, protecting not just themselves, but their fellow Americans as well. And so uh, I'm just wondering, you know, is this uh, FDA approved now vaccine going to encourage more Americans to get vaccinated. From what I hear in the state of Michigan alone, 98% of uh, those that are hospitalized because of the COVID-19 virus have not been vaccinated. That's right. Only 2% of those in the hospital are vaccinated individuals. So there's your incentive. If you have been vaccinated, the likelihood of you now 
being infected by the virus or being impacted to the point of being hospitalized because of it is very slim to none. 98% of those who are in the hospital now are there because they have not been vaccinated. So those that are listening to us under the sound of my voice, I'm hoping that you will heed the call and get vaccinated. Again, this coming from someone who said, I'm not going to get vaccinated. I'm not going to do it. I don't ever. I don't I don't know. I I never wanted to be the first one to do uh, a lot of things. And this being one of them, because, you know, we all know what the implications behind vaccines have been. It's particularly in the African-American community. We know about the Tuskegee Airmen experiments and 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 the vicious uh, uh, things that were done to those uh, honorable men, honorable black men. Heroes in black history Uh, We've even had an opportunity To interview a couple of them For the Thinking Out On the Thinking Out Loud radio show Podcast uh, that was Early on in uh, Our show Just about four years ago You can go back in our archives and listen to uh, Those interviews That we had with uh, uh, Two gentlemen who were uh, a part of the Tuskegee Airmen But of course you know About those experiments And what the government did To those uh, black men And that's why Many uh, people in the African American community Have hesitations about getting Vaccinated Even when they know That vaccines uh, are will put you In a better place When it comes to being protected Against this deadly virus of COVID-19 And uh, and and so we thought we would talk a little bit about that And of course uh, in the next segment We're going to talk about uh, children and students Returning to in-person learning And many of them, 12 and up of course Are eligible to get vaccinated Will parents decide Because now Pfizer has been approved by the federal government Will that be Uh, The deciding factor for many of them to have their children vaccinated to protect them from COVID-19. Now, uh, we need to say this. Even though you have been vaccinated, that does not mean that you cannot contract the virus. Uh, It does. uh, I've I've heard of several cases uh, recently where people have been vaccinated and have still contracted the COVID-19 virus. But it has not been to the point to where they will have to be hospitalized because of it. So it's not detrimental to their health and safety and well-being. So being vaccinated puts you in a better place uh, health wise when it comes to, uh, you know, still being exposed to the deadly virus of COVID-19. And so the vaccine does protect you and it's been proven to protect you. And again, the numbers don't lie. Governor Whitmore recently recently said in a statement just yesterday, 98 percent of uh, uh, individuals in the hospitals in Michigan have not been vaccinated. They have not been vaccinated. And only two percent of those in the hospitals have been so the numbers don't lie and so if that is the case uh, we're encouraging you to get vaccinated 
And if you haven't get, gotten vaccinated, why? What is the reason? What 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 you know? What is the reason why you have not decided to get vaccinated? And I know there. I've heard it. You know, I've heard many many different reasons. The one thing I will say is do your research. Don't take my word for it. Uh, don't take your neighbor's word for it. Don't take Facebook or social media's word for it or against it. Do your own research. That's what I will say. That It's better to be an informed uh, citizen when it comes to your health uh, than to just take someone's word for it. Uh, I, 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 you know, I, I am just, I feel like having this platform, there are those that are listening uh, to me that might take my advice and, and get the vaccine based on uh, what I'm saying uh, through these airways. But, you know, you don't, I'm not encouraging you just to take my word for it, but I'm also saying that you should go out and do your own research and, you know, talk to your own doctor and find out, um, you know, what uh, they suggest you do. Uh, many physicians will encourage you, I'm sure, to get the vaccine because it protects you from the virus of COVID-19. Uh, and, 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 and that is what um, we're saying today. That's what we are encouraging you uh, to do. Uh, you know this. The, the, there, there have been too many lives lost, too many people that have been infected and affected by this deadly virus. For us not to take what's going on around us seriously, uh, you know, I, I just saw, uh, I just saw a um, clip from a rally that President, former President Trump, was at in Alabama where. Uh, he was booed because he's now saying get the vaccine. Yeah, right. He's saying it now. When when he was in office, uh, he was uh, talking against it. He ultimately got vaccinated, but he did not choose to do it publicly. He did it privately. Didn't want anyone to know. Again, he didn't want to offend his base. The MAGA supporters, you know, that that rally around, uh, you know, the lies that he's told about the election and other things. So uh, he decided to do it privately. And now he's saying publicly that, uh, you know, we should get vaccinated. And uh, as a result of it, he got booed at the rally in Alabama. <laughs> uh, and, and so um we we it's just amazing to me to see how politicized this all has become. Republicans have decided to politicize uh, the, this COVID nineteen virus as well as the vaccine uh, at the uh, cost of uh, lives, the lives that have been lost, the millions of lives that have been infect affected by this, not just in this country but around the world 
And uh, Trump, of course, has a lot of blood on his hands because um, this vi- the spread of this virus was because of the ineptitude of his administration early on in not addressing the virus in the way it should have been when he was first made aware of it uh, back in, I uh, believe, December of 2020. Uh, 19, I believe it was. Yeah, 2019. Uh, and so that being said, here we are. And, you know, we, we, the, you know, thousands, hundreds of thousands of lives lost and and even more that have been impacted by this deadly virus. And now he's saying get vaccinated, you know. Uh, it's just it's it's sad. It it really is sad. And again, you need to do your own research. You need to take the time to talk to your medical professionals because they're the ones that are in the thick of it. They have their sleeves rolled up. They know what's going on. So let's put our let's let's trust the uh, the, the the science. Let's trust our doctors, and uh, you know, and and let's not be. Um, uh, let, let, let's not let's not try to um, uh, overanalyze things and, and, and try to over rationalize things. Uh, this is happening right in front of us. Uh, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to know that the vaccines are working. And so um, many people are already, um, you know, behind the scenes, um, you know, working uh, with these um, working with these vaccines to make sure that they are effective and they're doing what they're supposed to do. So let's do what we're supposed to do and make sure we get vaccinated. So that's my I'm going to get off my bully pulpit there or get off my platform. That's what my two cents are for this segment. And again, I hope uh, that you all will follow the science and get vaccinated. Well, guys, we're getting ready to take our next break. But when we come back, we're going to be talking about schools returning to in-person learning in the state of Florida. We're going to talk about a house dividing and how the government is standing in the way of our young people's health and safety in the state of Florida. Guys, you don't want to go anywhere. You're tuned in to one of the hottest radio shows online. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. Global advocate, Martin Luther King III. So I, I think the future is is the, the best probably is yet to come, particularly coming out of this phase right now, coming out of, you know, the last four years of being dark and desolate. I mean, the last four years, theoretically, could cause, of have caused people to, to have lost faith, particularly if, if Trump had won. I think our, we wouldn't have a democracy if this man had been reelected. We bring you the best minds who deliver their best thoughts only on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. 
Congratulations to Pastor Michael Nimmons for over 20,000 streams and downloads. Rate, review, and subscribe to the Thinking Out Loud radio show podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Radio.com, and MichaelNimmons.com. Tune in today. The Thinking Out Loud radio show giving voice to issues that matter to you. The people have spoken. From Minneapolis, Minnesota, to London, England, from New Zealand to New York City. Black Lives Matter and I Can't Breathe are the sentiment of people around the world. Dr. King was right. Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. We must do everything we can to continue to march, protest, and rally for justice. Let us march on until victory is won. An important message from the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thinking Out Loud swag is here. T-shirts, polos, hoodies, letterman's jackets, and even face masks. All priced affordably and in a variety of colors and sizes. Just visit michaelnimmons.com to purchase your favorite Thinking Out Loud radio show swag. Get yours today and rep the show out loud. So we're going to have to have some leniency in that process. It's unfair for us at, you know, six o'clock at night to be able to tell our parents by tomorrow morning, everyone has to have masks. We're going to do that, but we're going to have some, have some grace and compassion uh, within the next 48 hours to make certain that everyone has the accessibility and understanding what we're trying to implement. I think there may be some friction with parents' wishes related to the new plan, but we're going to help coach them through this. And it's for, it's only 30 days. And while it may be uncomfortable, I get it. No one wants to wear a mask for those who uh, you know aspire not to. But sometimes we've got to do something that's greater for the community. If we're just asking for a 30-day protective measure, isn't that the least we can do for our children? Isn't that if it saves one life? hospitalizations. Isn't that the least that we can do? I have no problem if you wear your mask. Um, and if you want to stay home because you're scared, please do so. That is your right and your choice. And I would like the same respect for my child. I would say personal choice ends when public health begins.
uh, as you heard uh, in the intro of this segment, uh, there is a house divided in the state of Florida. Governor Ron DeSantis is actually fighting against the schools who are mandating uh, our students wear masks to uh, prevent the spread of COVID-19. Um, and to make sure that the students are safe. And Ron DeSantis, the governor, is uh, saying the, stu- the, 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 the school board is in violation of uh, the parents' bill of rights and the executive order that he signed uh, that uh, does not mandate mask wearing in the state of Florida. This coming from the governor of the state of Florida. That's right. You heard that correctly. This is coming from the governor of the state of Florida. He is essentially saying that the the school board who is uh, duty bound to protect and to, uh, as you heard in the opening uh, intro of this segment, uh, to provide a safe and qu- and quality high quality education for the students in the state of Florida, and they're doing they're trying to do their job, and it seems that the governor uh, is fighting against them and trying to do so. That makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Governor Ron DeSantis is saying that the Schools are in violation of his executive order and the parents' bill of rights to take away the uh, the 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 or, or rather not to take away but to mandate that students wear masks. That makes no sense, and he is saying that parents have the right to choose whether their their students or their young people or their children should wear. Mask or not, and I, 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 and juxtapose that with the rise in COVID cases, which you heard uh, is is you know rising at increment. Uh, you know they're rising at a rate there in Florida that is greater in well in the last week is greater than it has been in five months. So you know, in all accounts. It makes even more sense for the young people to wear masks in this particular environment of the 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 the, the this Delta variant that seems to be, you know, on a rise, not just uh, in certain parts of the country, but around the country, particularly in the state of Florida right now. Um, and and he is saying that 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 schools that that are essentially trying to protect their young people from the rise of this virus and the spread of this virus by mandating masks that they're in violation of his executive order and and that as a consequence he is looking at pulling the funding from schools that are in in violation of this executive order and, and as I said before the break, this is ridiculous because, the, and, and my problem is the, big, the biggest part of this for me is how politicized this virus 
has become between Republicans and Democrats. And and granted, Republicans have really taken this this ball and ran with it in politicizing this virus. At one point, they were saying that you know they 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 weren't uh, they they weren't for uh, vaccinations, and and a lot of them were even coming out against being vaccinated and even wearing masks. You had that as a spillover from the Trump administration, and now we have a president in office that seems to have his head on right and 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 giving correct information to uh the public as it as it relates to how to um uh to 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 be safe and how uh to conduct yourselves uh in, in this uh during this pandemic uh but Republicans now uh, are saying, you know, they're, they're, you know, some of them are saying they're for vaccines. Others are saying they're against vaccines. And some are saying they're for masks, and others are saying they're not. Uh, they're they're not in favor of masks. And you have this governor who is saying that they're not mandating masks, uh, giving people the opportunity to choose whether they want to wear them or not. But when it comes to the most vulnerable of our society, which is our young people and schools are doing what they believe is right in protecting the young people that they've been entrusted uh, with by the parents of these young people by mandating masks. And you have a governor who is uh, uh, fighting against this 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 campaign to safely protect the young people of the state of Florida. It makes no sense whatsoever. And the unfortunate part about this debate is that our young people are smack dab in the middle of it. They are the most vulnerable and the most impressionable and the ones that are most affected by this. And yet they are in the middle of this political debate. That is that that their 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 lives are really ultimately hanging in the balance because you have a governor who's saying that they don't have to wear masks and the school district that is saying that they want them to wear masks. And the young people are smack dab in the middle. It makes no sense whatsoever and it just makes me thankful and grateful to have a governor shouts out to governor whitmore who is um is you know and again i'm not trying to make this a republican versus democrat type of debate because it's 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 not really about that it's really right versus wrong in my opinion you know it's it's the 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 health and safety of our young people should be at the should be our optimal concern. It should be at the height of where we should be. And it doesn't seem like that is what's going on in the state of Florida. Uh, you have uh, uh, a house divided and the Bible says a house divided against itself cannot stand. And that is where we are. And again, that is why I believe it's so very important that we have this back to school virtual community forum on next uh, Monday, this coming Monday, rather, August the 30th from 7 to 9 p.m., where we can talk about issues like this and how politicized this 
uh, this virus has become because it's not it's really now it's not a matter of just uh, taking care of a person's health but it's really a, a matter of what side of the aisle you are on whether you're Republican or Democrat and 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 that's what it not that's what it shouldn't be about it should be about the health the safety and well-being of the citizens of this country and that's what it should be about and not about what you what you political what, what your political uh, uh, stances are and what side of the political aisle you are on but that's what it seems it like it boils down to just listen to Governor DeSantis, Governor DeSantis try to explain and justify this erroneous executive order take a listen it's parents choice in Florida uh, and government can't override the parents and so we believe the parents are the ones that have the choice, and we obviously have an executive order to that effect. Alachua County can't override the parents. Uh, I think that's pretty clear from the, from the Parents' Bill of Rights that I signed, and quite frankly, I think that that's the right thing to do anyways. Yes, I believe that parents have rights when it, as it relates to their children. Uh, I'm a parent, and I believe that I have rights as it pertains to uh, you know what I want my children to do and what my I want my children to be exposed to. But when it comes to the health, safety, and well-being of our children, uh, I would hope and believe that the state would be behind me when it comes to um, making the health and safety and well-being of our children a priority. And while it sounds, while, while you know, he, Governor DeSantis is saying that it is, it is a priority for him, it does not appear as if it is because he is fighting against the same institutions that are trying to protect our young people from this deadly virus by mandating masks and and by encouraging vaccinations and he is speaking against um, doing the things that will properly secure our young people it makes absolutely no sense whatsoever and then to even go as far as to threaten to take the funding away from school districts that are in violation of this executive order is makes it even worse it makes it even worse because now um, he is threatening to take the money the resources away from schools that are in direct violation of this executive order and if they don't comply then that is what he is going to do and of course it make it, it puts the school districts in a precarious situation because all they want to do is protect the health the safety and well-being of the young people that they have been entrusted with by their parents this is this is asinine i cannot believe it I cannot believe it. And and of course, we all know that Ron, Governor DeSantis has aspirations to be, you know, the next president of the United States. He wants to run, I'm sure, uh, as the Republican nominee. And, uh, you know, he seems to be, um, you know, taking on this the, the, the mantle of the Republican Party. But now it seems that even his the 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 top players in the Republican Party, including former President Donald Trump, is now saying this. Check it out. 
recommend take the vaccines. I did it. It's good. Take the vaccines. But you got no, that's okay. That's all right. You got your freedoms. But I happen to take the vaccine. Not. Yep, that's right. Donald Trump is now is now supporting vaccinations. That's right. He is supporting vaccinations. He wants you to say he wants you to be vaccinated. This was this was said recently at a uh, rally that he held in Alabama. Now he got booed, but he is he is saying that people should be vaccinated. <laughs> and and this coming from the same person that uh, refused to have his vaccination televised. He got it done privately, uh, and many people didn't know he got vaccinated. He was talking against vaccinations. He was the one that said that that you could just uh, inject yourself with bleach, and that would get rid of COVID nineteen. Give me a drink bleach or inject yourself with bleach. Give me a break. Really? This is the best the Republican Party can do. And now you have Governor Ron DeSantis basically um, cutting his nose off to spite his face by saying that entities, including schools, that are in violation of his executive order, not mandating masks in the state of Florida, will, um, will lose their funding. Taking the resources and the money away from the schools in order for them to properly educate our young people. That is absolutely ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And the people of Florida should not stand for it. And that is why, again, we're having this back to school community forum on this coming Monday, August the 30th from 7 to 9 p.m. So we can talk about issues like this. We can talk about the, the proper steps that need to be taken and are being taken right here in the state of Michigan and in the metropolitan Detroit area to make sure that our young people are safe, that our young people are secure, that our that our health concerns are at the highest priority when our school when our students return to in-person learning. Many of them have done so already. I know for Detroit Public Schools, they will return after Labor Day. So we are having this form August the 30th from 7 to 9 p.m. We want you to be informed. We want you to be able to ask and, and, and ask and get your questions answered. This is our community service that we're offering to the people of of the Thinking Out Loud radio show, the listeners of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Do us a favor and share this information with your family, your friends, your relatives. We want you to be a part of what's happening with this radio show. We're wanted, we're doing a community service and we want you to be a part of it. So guys, remember, August 30th from 7 to 9 p.m., the Back to School Community Virtual Forum takes place from the Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan page. And I hope you'll be a part of it. Well, guys, we're getting ready to take our next break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about sportsmanship and competition. What kind of mixed messages are we sending the next generation of athletes when they see Simone Biles and Shakar Richardson and other athletes that are dealing with mental health issues and drug abuse issues bowing out and getting banned from their sports 
because of what they're doing. We want to delve into that on the other side of the break. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio and TV show. We'll be right back. Don't, 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 don't touch that dial. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. This is Michael Eric Dyson. And when I'm in Detroit, I listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Dropping that knowledge, giving that inspiration, giving us that enlightenment. Nobody does it like Brother Michael does it. Do your thing. Holla. Peace. Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Vision should be the next book you purchase. Written by radio host and minister Michael Nimitz. Vision is an insightful, thought-provoking book that is also a helpful tool in getting you to see your life through God's eyes. Vision Endorsed by best-selling authors Dr. Eddie Connor and Kim Brooks and mega-pastor Bishop Charles H. Ellis III. Vision is a life-changing book that you need in your personal library. Get your copy today. Available everywhere books are sold online or at michaelnimmons.com. Get your copy today. Vision Vision. Stay tuned for more motivation, more inspiration, and more empowerment on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked. Refined, rebranded, reinvented, reinvigorated, revived. The new MichaelNimmons.com website is finally here. And believe me, it's worth the wait. A state-of-the-art website where you can listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show podcast, watch Thinking Out Loud TV, read the Thinking Out Loud blog, purchase books and swag, and so much more. Subscribe today and get a free gift on us. Stop by the new MichaelNimmons.com. It is sure to be a thought provoking working experience. In need of a logo design for your business, then check out DM Designs. Need flyers, t-shirts, business cards, or a website for your business, then check out DM Designs. The people at DM Designs will get you right for your next business venture. They're professional and courteous and they get the job done right every time. Check out the team at DM Designs. Give them a call today at 734-219-5266. DM Designs, bringing your imagination to life. talented women on this track right now but the world thinking this is Richardson versus the Tokyo podium in the women's 100. It was the showdown that fans had been hoping for at the Olympics. Here comes Shakiri. Richardson's going to Tokyo. 
Shikari Richardson won the U.S. Olympic trials in spectacular fashion, but was suspended for a positive marijuana test before the games, telling Savannah at the time she took responsibility, but asked for empathy. Sitting here, I, I just say, don't judge me because I am human. I'm new. I just happen to run a little faster. On Saturday, she was up against two of the greatest sprinters in history, two-time Olympic champion Shelly Ann Fraser-Price and gold medalist Elaine Thompson-Hurrah, who won the race. Richardson being left behind. Even as viewers of the race saw Nike commercials featuring Richardson. I'll be at the finish line. She finished dead last, stepping in front of the microphones in an interview that went viral. This is one race. <laughs> I'm not done. You know what I'm capable of. Count me out if you want to. Talk all the shit you want, because I'm here to stay. It's been a bumpy road for the star runner, but as she told Tom Yamas right before the race, the experience has made her stronger. It gives me more to show the world that I'm here to stay. At the end of the day, I did make a mistake, but that doesn't take away from my talent. Even after the disappointment this weekend, looking to the future. Congratulations to the winners. Congratulations to the people that won, but they're not done seeing me yet. Period. All right, Steph, so Shakari clearly is not backing down. Do we know what's next for her? Yeah, I mean, she has got the Worlds in 2022, the Worlds in 2023, and then you have Paris in 2024, a truncated schedule because normally it's four years, now it's going to be three. All eyes will be on her again the next time she hits that track. Yeah, and she may come in last, but remember, the margins in these races are super, super right. small, right. and don't count her out. We'll see what happens. She'll make it look pretty strong, though. <laughs> yeah. One, two, three again. All right, All right Steph, thank thanks you, so much. Steph. We are back, and I hope you are enjoying uh, the think this week's edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And we talked before the break about the case study of what's happening in the state of Florida and why we believe that this virtual forum that we plan to have on August the 30th from 7 to 9 p.m., is so very important and it's important because we don't want to misinformation to be put out there or more misinformation to be put out there about COVID-19 and being vaccinated and all of the things that are happening right now. Many people are looking to Facebook and other areas to get their information but we want you to hear directly from the professionals directly from the educators and administrators that are preparing to bring our children back to in-person learning so we want to make sure that you are a part of what's going on and and a part of this uh form that we're planning to have this coming monday august the 30th from 7 to 9 p.m we hope that you'll be listening in this segment, we're going to be talking about sportsmanship and competition. And uh, let me first start here. I don't want you to think that I am insensitive to the problems of mental illness because I believe that it is a real problem that people have to deal with. And and particularly athletes, because, uh, you know, of course, we talked about it in a couple shows ago and we even did a live uh, on our Instagram uh, regarding this with uh, a high profile tennis athlete, Naomi Osaki, who I believe uh, withdrew from the French Open because of mental mental illness and mental issues that she was having and of course we sympathize with uh, these athletes that are are battling with mental illness because of course I believe it is a real issue but 
at the same time, I'm 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 kind of grappling with uh, the other side of this uh, because you know on one as we said earlier in one on one side of the spectrum you have this problem of mental illness that athletes are are dealing with and then on the other side of the spectrum we're also saying that we want you to be your best we want you to strive to be your best we want you uh to overcome adversity we want you to be determined and courageous and and that's all a part of being the best that you can be and it seems like these are competing uh, uh, ideologies here because one on one end we're saying you know it's okay to 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 withdraw because you know you ha- are are battling with mental issues and mental challenges but on the other hand we're saying that you can overcome those adversities you can overcome these obstacles and 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 whatever challenges that you are faced with to be your best which is uh which we ultimately reward you with trophies and you we're calling you champions and 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 those are the individuals that have uh uh surpassed insurmountable odds all of those things are happening on this side of the spectrum. And so it seems a bit odd to me when you hear that uh, athletes are, 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 you know, withdrawing from competition because of mental illnesses. And yet we're continuing to reward and well, I shouldn't say reward them, but but um we are putting them out there and and you know and at the same time you know our young people who are the future athletes are looking at these individuals and i'm sure they're a bit confused about what's going on because you know particularly when it comes to the 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 high profile athletes like tennis player Naomi Osaki and and uh, uh, Simone Biles the gymnast you know these individuals are out front they're public they're on the national and international stages around the country and the world the cameras are constantly in their face and this is a part very much a part of their careers as professional athletes this goes along with them with the term professional athletes they're no longer amateur athletes but they're professional athletes this is the opportunity cost that goes along with being a professional athlete press conferences and and practices and interviews and and uh, and the grind that goes along with being a professional athlete and then to add to that being a black athlete there's another layer of pressure that goes along with being uh being that and yes these are very real challenges that these athletes are faced with but at the same token they are getting compensated very well for being professional athletes and 
and and they are being taken care of very well uh, for being professional athletes. So it's 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 a little hard for me to 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 to, to you know I don't know to to see or to to fully empathize with them because of the nature of their profession. They wouldn't be professional athletes if it were not for the cameras, if they were not for the competitive nature of the sports that they're engaged in. Competition is the nature of sports. It goes along with the ter- it comes it goes with the territory. And that's something that's unavoidable. You have to compete against another person in order to be the best. And so are we saying that when athletes withdraw from competition because of mental illness, that it's okay for them uh, not to be competitive. It's okay for them not to want to be, um, you know, uh, the best at their profession. You know, that that is the nature of sports. That is the nature of um the the the, the of, of competition and are we sending mixed messages to those young people who are coming up behind them that it's okay to withdraw it's okay to sit this one out if you you know if you don't want to be competitive if you don't feel like you want to be the best at what you're doing because again that that's the nature of sports we're, we're not just competing to be average or we're not competing just to 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 be you know to say that you were there but you're competing to win you're competing to get the trophy you're competing to win the prize and 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 that is the competitive nature of sports yes it is a grind yes it is difficult yes it is complicated yes the pressure is high but that is the nature of sports and that is the nature of life life is high pressured life is 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 complicated life is problematic life has its series of problems and yes sometimes you want to get off of the train or the carousel of life so you can catch your breath but at sometimes you're not able to especially when you're you're competing at the highest level especially when you're competing at the highest level and when you're competing at the highest level when you win you get compensated at the highest level I don't want people to miss that. You get compensated at the highest level. So these athletes are getting well taken care of. And it almost reminds me of, uh, you know, the rapper Kanye West, who had a problem with paparazzi taking pictures of him uh, when, you know, this was some time ago. I'm not sure if he's still engaged in this kind of behavior, uh, but he used to get in fights with photographers and paparazzi taking pictures of him and his family because he says that they were violating his rights. And, 
I don't know if I completely agree with that because the nature of celebrity is uh, your photos being taken the, 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 by virtue of who you are. <laughs> the the photographer taking your picture means that you are famous, that you're worth worthy of his time. He would not uh, he would not be taking your picture if you were not worthy of his time. And yes, it might seem to be a violation of your rights per se, uh, you know, and that's why people have bodyguards and things of that nature uh, when they are out. Celebrities, I, uh, I should say, have bodyguards and, and other uh, personnel with them. And I can understand that because it can be annoying at times, but not to the point where I'm getting in fights with photographers because this is their livelihood. This is how they eat. This is how they take care of their families. Because you are a celebrity And if you take that away from them Then who who knows I, you, you, If they don't take your picture Then you don't show up in Ebony Magazine If they don't take your picture Then you're not in US Weekly If they don't take your picture Or it, they don't shoot a video You're not on TMZ Which these are the things That go along with being a celebrity That go along with being in the public sphere in, in being a public figure and so those are the opportunity costs as I said earlier about being a professional athlete yes I would love to you know I, you, you, yeah I mean, I'm sure many of you would think it's all you know or what, let me put it this way if you could play uh, professional sports in a bubble where nobody, uh, you know, you, you just get up every morning and play your sport and you don't have to be worried about press conferences. You don't have to be worried about competition. You don't have to be worried about uh, this, the grind of practice. You don't have to be worried about this or that. That would be great for you. Yes. But if you want to be a champion, if you want to be at the top of your game, there are certain things that you have to do to get there. Ask LeBron James. Ask Michael Jordan. Ask Jackie Joyner Kersey. Ask the, ask the, the, the champions at the top of their game. They are they're, the reason they are where they are. Ask the Tom Brady's. Ask those athletes, ask the Kobe Bryants, the ones that have achieved that superstar status. It's because they have they, they've taken on their they've taken their game to the to the highest level and they have excelled at it. And they are not complaining about the, the media. They're not complaining about the profession because they've chosen to 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 excel at it and to overcome the adversity, to overcome whatever pressures that they might feel or face and 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 use their profession as the vehicle and avenue to take them to the next level. That's all I'm saying. Again, I know mental illness and mental pressures are real, but everybody is dealing with mental issues on the daily, on the regular. Everybody is experiencing mental problems and mental illness and mental issues. Everybody is dealing with that on a day-to-day -day basis. And we're not getting 
a, a six-figure check for uh, many of us is not getting a six-figure check for doing what we're doing, but we're dealing with it from a, on a day-to-day, and we're dealing with it sometimes without a pat on the back or without uh, twenty or 30,000 followers or fans rooting for us or millions of people watching us, and we're doing it, and we're dealing with it, and we're handling it. So at the same time, we're giving those individuals credit for their public body with mental illness and encouraging them let's also send those same vibes and good vibes to those who are dealing with it on a regular as well we just need to make smarter decisions and that's really what this segment is about making smarter decisions and really understanding uh, the, the gravity of you know of being a public figure being a representative of your sport to not just your peers but to the world everybody is watching you are on uh, a stage you're on a pedestal and there are consequences that go along with that and uh, you know it's something that you have to consider <clears throat> and uh, that's 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 why I believe it's so very important that especially with black athletes, that we already have uh, a great deal of pressure on ourselves because of the color of our skin. And and now we're adding even more pressure because of improprieties, because of, you know, uh, you know, things that bad choices that we have made or are making that could very well jeopardize the longevity of our careers in our chosen professional sports. Um, and, and that's the part that really just bothers me because you would think that at this level, at the highest level, uh, this is something that, that you don't have to remind, uh, you know, you, you don't have to be reminded of how important, you know, how important this is you don't have to be reminded of how rare the air is where you are another example of this is uh, former Spartan uh, athlete point guard Keith Appling who is uh, from what I understand is um, uh, been recently charged with first degree murder and uh, here star athlete with the, uh, the 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 Michigan State Spartans, and I remember having a debate with um, a gentleman some years ago. He's uh, going on to be with the Lord, but uh, he was trying to uh, to to sort of blame Tom Izzo for the failings of this young man. And I was saying to myself, "How in the world can you blame the coach?" For this young man not understanding where he is as a not just a athlete, but a black young athlete playing for uh, a division one Big Ten uh, elite basketball program in the country, not just in the state of Michigan, but in the country. You are the starting point guard for the Michigan State Spartans. And you mean to tell me you have to be reminded that 
that you are where you are. You don't even understand the gravity of the position that you have, that this does not happen every day, that you mean the coach has to remind you of where you are. That that to me is not that doesn't make sense, because at the end of the day, yeah, Tom Izzo might have uh, provided the opportunity but at some point, you have to be held accountable for what you do with that opportunity. You have to do something with it. You have to produce. You have to show results. And if you don't, then whose fault is that? It's not the coach's fault. It's your fault. And, and this, this, this is so, so critical when it comes to um, black athletes because the, it seems that the opportunities are so few and far between. Yes, we do have those opportunities. And yes, you do see black athletes in the NBA and in the NFL and in NCAA and in, in, very, in, in, in the MLB and various other professional sports. But you, there are countless other black athletes that don't even get that opportunity. Aspiring athletes that never even get that opportunity. They don't even make it to those stages. And those platforms. And so my point is when you do get the opportunity. When you do get to that stage. Act like you know what it means to be there. Be responsible. Be grateful. And thankful for the position that you are in. Yes, there's an enormous amount of pressure that goes along with that. And that's why I think it's very important that you surround yourself around the right people to make sure that you are successful in that space. But you can be successful. You can be. And there have there have been athletes that have black athletes that have been successful. And you can follow in their footsteps but but I, I, I just I, I believe that it's so very important that that um, we understand the gravity of what it means to be in the spotlight. Everybody doesn't understand that. I love to get your thoughts and feedback about that and anything that we discuss uh, during this week's edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Remember, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at TOL Radio Host MSN or hit us up on our Thinking Out Loud radio and TV show Facebook fan page at www.facebook.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud HQ or stop by our website at michaelnemons.com. We hope you enjoyed our three topics. We're getting ready to take our last break of the night. When we come back, we're going to give you our thought of the week, God's Masterpiece. You don't want to go anywhere. You're tuned in to one of the hottest radio shows online. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio and TV show. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial.
Professor Dr. Peniel Joseph. You don't have to be Team Malcolm or Team Martin. I think you should be both. You know, so I think the black community needs both. I think that King is much more revolutionary and radical than the public perceives him to be. And I think Malcolm is, is a much more um, brilliant and, and, and um, courageous individual who can be radically pragmatic and revolutionarily pragmatic to save black lives while trying to defeat white supremacy than people give him credit for. So um, that's why I try to show Malcolm is absolutely this prosecuting attorney, but he's also a black America statesman too. He's going to the Middle East, he's going to Africa. Um, he's schooling the young Cassius Clay before he's Muhammad Ali on what Africa means, you know, what his identity means. So I think I put them together because I thought there was much more convergence than divergence. And I think when you frame them the other way, you hurt um, understanding of the movement. We bring you the best minds who deliver their best thoughts only on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Who told you that you were naked? Who told you that you were insufficient? Who told you that you were a loser? Who told you that you were a failure? Who told you that you were deficient? Who told you that you were nothing? Who told you that you were worthless? Who told you that you had no value? Who told you that you were you to believe? Who told you that you were naked? It's a dynamic, empowering, and inspiring book about identity that is a definite must-have. Pastor Nimmons talks about an identity crisis that dates as far back as the Garden of Eden. You don't want to miss these powerful insights into not just the problem of this identity crisis, but the discovery of the spiritual solution. Get your copy now, available on Amazon for just $14.95 or by visiting michaelnemons.com. Like a victim when you are already victorious. Hey, what's cracking, Planet Earth? It's your boy, Griff, comedian, author, motivational speaker, entrepreneur, philanthropist, but a Jesus Christ lover. You understand me? And you're listening to Thinking Out Loud Radio with my homeboy, Michael Nemitz. Check him out right here. Go ahead, Mike. Give him that good, good. The Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Giving voice to issues that matter to you. This week's thought is entitled God's Masterpiece. The one guarantee in life is that at one time or another, we all will face adversity. As sure as the sun rises in the east and sets in the west, all of us will have our share of adversity. This is a harsh reality of life that no one seems to get used to and no one can completely understand. 
but it is a reality all of us have to accept whether we want to or not. The word of God reminds us in the book of Job that man that is born of a woman is of a few days and full of trouble. He goes on to say, Yet man is born unto trouble as the sparks fly upward. In other words, trouble or adversity is practically unavoidable. Adversity is an expected part of life. Adversity is an anticipated reality that no one can seem to get around. Adversity is as much a part of life as the changing seasons or the changing tides. It would appear that knowing this should make life a lot easier for all of us. Knowing that adversity is a reality that you will have to grapple with at one time or another should make us better prepared to handle it when it finally does come our way. But it is not necessarily the surprise appearance of adversity that shakes us to our core, but the intensity and severity with which it comes that causes us to wince in pain or tremble in fear. We know adversity is coming, but we don't know when and we don't know to what degree or extent to expect when it arrives. All we know is that it's coming. Well, I'm sure by now we all are experts in life's guarantee of adversity. All of us can attest to the harsh reality that adversity has indeed come our way every once in a while. But the nature of this message on today is not to remind you of this reality of which by now we all are aware, but to awaken your consciousness with this week's thought by saying you have the power to determine the outcome of your adversity by simply choosing how you respond to it. How you choose to respond to adversity is the key between your success and failure. It is the determining factor between winning and losing. It sometimes can be the deciding factor between life or death. Your response to adversity is the one thing that only you can control and only you can determine. When you decide that you're not going to allow adversity to overwhelm you or to overtake you, when you decide that you're not going to allow adversity to defeat you or to triumph over you, then and only then will you understand the real reason behind its existence. You see, adversity doesn't come to destroy us. Adversity doesn't come for our demise. Adversity doesn't come to annihilate us. Quite to the contrary, God allows us to experience adversity so that he can bring the best out of us. God allows us to experience adversity so that he can show us who we really are. Just like through the intense crucible of pressure diamonds are produced, so does God allow us as his children to experience adversity so that he can take us from one level to the next. 1 Peter 2 and 9 prophetically declares the nature of every child of God, but ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people that ye should show forth the praises of him who brought you out of darkness into this marvelous light. The word of God is a constant reminder of our truest identity, and it is an identity that is rooted in adversity. This is the underlying theme of the scriptures. All that will live godly shall suffer persecution. 
But the triumphant fact of the suffering persecution does not equal destruction. Instead, it molds and shapes you into the creation that God saw from the very beginning. Adversity smooths out the rough spots in our lives. It, it refines the edges and produces the masterpiece that God saw when he sat down at the drafting board of time at the very beginning. You have the power to determine the outcome of your adversity by choosing how you respond to it. Don't let it overtake you. Don't let it overwhelm you. Don't let it outlast you. Don't let it cause you to quit. Don't allow it to make you want to give up. Instead, let it lift you. Let it shift you. Let it inspire you. Let it move you. Let it shape you. Let it make you. Let it motivate you. Let it encourage you. Let it empower you. Let it strengthen you. Let it build you. Let it remind you that you have purpose. You have destiny. You have life that is not accidental or consequential. You're not a blip on somebody's radar. You're not an accident waiting to happen, but you are the apple of God. Eye. You are God's masterpiece. You are, as King David once put it, fearfully and wonderfully made. A rose in the concrete that God has on display for the world to see and for him to get the glory. Because this is indeed what God sees when he looks at you and when he looks at me. you enjoyed this week's thought of the week entitled God's Masterpiece. You are indeed God's Masterpiece. Don't let adversity overtake you. Don't let it overwhelm you. But you've got to understand that adversity is only come to make you stronger. You are God's Masterpiece. I hope you enjoyed this week's show, guys. I enjoyed being back. I'm telling you guys, I enjoyed being back. I enjoyed the rest and relaxation as well, but it's good to be back. It's good to be talking to each and every one of you under the sound of my voice, the Thinking Out Loud radio show listeners. I thank you so much for your support of us. We want to continue bringing you the best uh, radio podcast that we can uh, and we certainly intend to continue doing so. Uh, if you enjoyed this week's show, let us know. Send us an email at contact at michaelnemons.com or drop us, uh, hit us up on uh, Instagram or Twitter. Let us know you enjoyed this week's show. We're glad to be back, guys. And again, uh, we want to remind you that we're going to be going live on this coming Monday, August the 30th from 7 to 9 p.m. We're calling it the Back to School Forum, uh, virtual forum, virtual community forum, I should say. And uh, we're going to have some experts in education uh, and other professionals that will be joining us to talk about our students returning to in-person learning in the midst of a pandemic. Guys, we're not out of the woods yet. Of course, you know that better than anyone. And so we're going to talk about it in greater detail, share more information about in-person learning. 
what our young people are, should expect when they come back to in-person learning and uh, answer any question that you might have as well. So be sure to tune in for that on next Monday, August the 30th from 7 to 9 p.m. Like our Thinking Out Loud. Speaking of live, we're going to be going live for the after show. We have been off of Instagram for a few weeks. That's right. Taking a break, of course. Uh, But I missed you guys. So I want to come on and talk about this week's show. Talk about some of the topics that we've discussed. Hear from you as well. And of course, talk about the back to school virtual community forum that we're going to be having on August the 30th from 7 to 9 p.m. Looking forward to seeing each and every one of you under the sound of my voice to be a part of it. Uh, But again, I'm going to be going live on the after show uh, talking about uh, some of the things we share with you on this week's edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Guys, I hope you enjoyed the show this week. Again, tune in next week. We're going to have another great show in store for you well guys we're getting ready to get out of here but before we do always remember if you think it you can believe it if you can believe it you can see it if you can see it you can be it if you can be it you can achieve it the power rests within you the mind is the most powerful muscle in your body use what you got to get what you want the power is in you it's the thinking out loud radio show thanks for listening sure to subscribe to the podcast to get more info about the show and the ministry visit michaelnemons.com want to book radio host michael nemons for your next special event send an email to contact at michaelnemons.com tune in every tuesday at 8 p.m for the thinking out loud radio show giving voice to issues that matter to you